What are some tips and practices to help balance the desire for kingdom marriage without becoming obsessed with dating and finding a relationship? Ooh, Mm. great question. And today is Valentine's Day, and we are on Zoom with our Patreon friends. We got over 70 people in the house right now. Hello to everybody, and hello to the chat. Um, And we are about to do a live Q&A and then transition into some live blind dates. But really quick, because today is Valentine's Day, JJ, (laughs) would you like to tell them about our first, quote, Valentine's date? Yes. Uh, So ironically, about... Three years uh, ago, uh, after I, I'd asked Kate out, uh, long distance, shot my shot, you know, had people vouch for me. Kate, um, you know, mind you, it was like, what, 51, 49%? I was very close like, to saying no to going I on a first her date. Out and yes. you were, it was literally 50%. And let me explain why. It was because I was in the dating challenge, I was going on dates with other guys. And I, I really was in a busy, busy season. Didn't think I could go on a date with anybody else. And yes, you were much younger than me. Well, at the time, I thought it was much younger. I was like, five and a half years is really young. He has blue hair. He's long distance. There's not a lot going for you at that exact whoa, moment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. Okay, but <laughs> there not is a lot. A lot. Going for me. Okay. No, just on paper, like in my mind. And so it was definitely like a. It's a toss up on if I was going to say yes. So, but you do say yes. I did say yes. Okay. And what date did you give me for our first date? Well, you have to understand something. No, 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 no background, <laughs> no excuses. What was the date that you gave they me? They want you to bring back the blue hair. Yes. But, oh, um, I said the only time I was available for our first FaceTime date was on sun the Sunday the 14th, which of course is Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day. <laughs> Guys, fun fact, my first Valentine's date ever. <laughs> I'd never really been talking or dating someone on Valentine's Day. So, Kate. Which he also time, awkwardly tells me over text. No, and I'm it was like, a joke. <laughs> I'm like, it wait, wait, joke. wait. I, I haven't like, even met you I yet. I was like, by the way, this is my first Valentine's <laughs> date. Like with a wink face and like a laughing face. <laughs> Clearly joking. And I literally am like, you know, the emoji that's like your eyes are like, uh. Yeah, not like a <laughs> like, laugh back. Not like a LOL. Like I'm a like, haha, it's not a big she deal. It's so awkward. <laughs> anyway, I get up. I'm so excited. This is like my Super Bowl after the Super Bowl. And of course, it was like two minutes before the FaceTime date. No, it was not. <laughs> that is a lie. Don't steer the people wrong. <laughs> okay. Our after it was an afternoon Valentine's Day because I didn't want it to make it seem like this is like, you know, a nighttime romantic Valentine's. Like I actually had plans to go out with some girlfriends to a place in Malibu. Wait, wait, wait. And did you so she cancels our date. Did you cancel that? Out? No, no, <laughs> So you only canceled our day. Well, so they don't. Yeah, now they know that I. So I woke up that morning not feeling great. I was really (laughs) just. Tummy really hurt. No, I was. I was burnt out. I was in a burnout season. My book was coming out in two days. It was just a lot. So I just I was like I can't be present on this date. I hate canceling dates. But our date isn't until three. It's like nine or ten in the morning. 
I'm going to tell him now that I'm going to have to postpone it. And I did cancel our date. Okay, in the <laughs> chat, I just want to let I want to ask you guys: Would you have done the same thing, or would you have would you have stuck it out and gone on your Zoom date? Okay, some of them are like, "You're lucky you had a Zoom date." Anyway, so Kate bailed on me. I was heartbroken. I went to my closet. I cried my Valentine's <laughs> day away. So if you guys are here smiling tonight, you're doing way better than I was doing <laughs> three years ago. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I gave uh, you know Kate and I we roll with the punches. I said that's not a problem at all. I sent her a care pack. Package, you guys and get then this. we rescheduled he, our he day did he sent me a care package which would be weird right if you don't know a guy and he's sending you something how did he get your address okay yeah but that would be weird it would be really weird but to your credit you knew th- we had mutual friends and they knew my address and they could vouch for you so them giving you my address wasn't as weird because they knew you but if you like randomly found my address somehow and sent me something that would probably be weird yeah i stalked her instagram i found a, a magazine subscription she had i blew up <laughs> and i zoomed in on the photo so i got her address no Definitely so not. anyway i think it worked out pretty well uh so the point there is if you do get bailed on don't take it personal you want to tell them about the flowers <laughs> oh and i sent on our first date after that i sent kate some really nice flowers and no 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 on sunday on valentine's day he sent me flowers too which was really sweet but you always laugh because i didn't really know who they were from it's so funny for you. Because I huh? was going on dates <laughs> with other guys. But no, no. I was not in a place where like I'm romantic with all these guys, okay? No. So anyway, I did know and have a hunch that it was from you. No, she had to deduce that it was me. But it was funny. It was a unique situation. But I love it. So I don't think we ever told that story. So that's the first time. Okay. <laughs> now we're diving into our Q&A after that very long intro. You guys have sent in some amazing questions. And we're just going to start it off okay right now um if anyone wants to blast me in the chat for canceling you can it's no, no, okay no, no. It's, it's all okay. right it's okay. it's okay you can um so here's the first question uh what are some tips and practices to help balance the desire for kingdom marriage without becoming obsessed with dating and finding a relationship Ooh, mm. great question you want to lead us you lead us wow thank you so much <laughs> i think i'm coming down from being publicly embarrassed <laughs> Well, I think one thing I appreciate is, is you publicly embarrass yourself, which I think is is admirable. Oh, thanks, honey. I do it publicly and privately, you know, all the time. <laughs> so maybe you're learning it from me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a great question. Um, how do I balance the desire for kingdom marriage without becoming obsessed? Right. Um, so yeah. number one, this is this is by far with without a doubt a heart question, right? Of like yeah. your intentions. And what you are are needing to have in your life, mm-hmm. I love that they said desire here. Yes, it's not a need. Yes, right? and so the difference with a desire, anything that becomes something um, that we have to have to be happy, officially becomes an idol. Mm-hmm. When a desire that we have, whether it be sex, money, uh, romance, whatever it is, anytime a desire in our life grows into the point where we say. I have to have that Mm. to be satisfied, to be happy, then it has officially become an idol. Um, And now I think the important thing about this is, you know, desires left unchecked um, and just like relentlessly pursued and prepared for can kind of grow into an idol Mm. without us even thinking about it. Meaning uh, maybe I was so obsessed with kingdom marriage and preparing for it, 
I would read marriage book after marriage book, mm-hmm. dating podcast after dating podcast, and after years and years and years, I know all about marriage. I know all about singleness and dating, and it still hasn't happened. And that leads me into the position of maybe I'm just disappointed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've just I'm frustrated. So I think sometimes you don't really know if you're obsessed with something until after the fact. Yeah, where you feel the pain and disappointment of similar not with it. like dating somebody, being in a relationship with somebody, and ending or not working out as you thought, and you are you feel destroyed because you were obsessed with the idea of being with them and with it working out. Yeah. So probably the kind of similar in the, that way. The best litmus test for uh, really balancing and kind of like internally testing: Am I obsessed with this or not? Is this? If I told you that it was off the table and you could not have it, how would you respond? Mm. If I took this away from you, how would you react? How would you feel? And to to that point, though, it doesn't mean that in that reaction there can't be grief and disappointment and wrestling with god it's just would it destroy your life would it destroy your view of god would it destroy your relationship with god would it destroy your view of yourself like i think we're talking more of would would some of those destructive things happen yeah. versus would it cause you grief right well, could you stay could you still grieve but still say god is still good mm. and i still trust in him that his plan is actually good yeah and if you can't right if that kind of like a collapse of the idea of getting married really collapses you you know spiritually i would just say it, it probably has grown into a point where it's an obsession and it's an idol mm-hmm. but it's a wonderful question and i i think it just it um it bears so much intention that I want to steward singleness well. Mm-hmm. I want to steward this desire for marriage. I want to steward it really well. Yeah, which I love. We, you know, we have Felicia Masonheimer coming on the podcast, and um, she. We talked about can God really satisfy my heart and she is amazing. She knows the Bible backwards and forwards and, you know, really by nature, God cannot his nature by nature. He cannot be unsatisfying. Um, And so if we find that relationship with him and just relationship with him, whether or not we have all these other things like a spouse is unsatisfying, then we have we have a a wrong relationship with him in some capacities and we have to make that right. And so it doesn't mean that we can't desire marriage in a healthy way because God has wired us for human companion. It's just about seeing that desire rightly in the scope of eternity and what he has for us also here on earth. Amen. Okay. So that was, (laughs) that was a heavy question, but really, really good. Let's, do you want to read the next question? Yeah. So this question is when thinking about getting into a new relationship, Mm. how much should you tell your potential significant other or your partner about your past relationships, decisions, habits, Etc. Okay, guys, we had an awesome Q&A, amazing live podcast, and let's hear for those blind dates, JJ. I know. Hey, fun fact. What? That's how we met. It is. Specifically, I wasn't your blind date, but that you doing a blind date with a different girl is how we ended up meeting. Wait, why'd you say like that? Well, because you were going out with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and really you, kind you sister didn't in even Christ. notice. 
Nope, I didn't. Yeah. But anyway, if you're watching this right now, you want to see the rest of the live Q&A and those blind, live blind dates, uh, you're going to have to join our Patreon family because this is an exclusive episode for them. You can do it at patreon.com forward slash heart of dating. And who knows? Maybe we'll pick you for the next one. <laughs> hey. hey, let's go. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye.